to the Wicked Wallflowers Club. I'm Jenny Nordback. And I'm Sarah Hawley. It's time for another episode of A Book Wreck and a Laugh with our favorite people. Today we have three special guests, Tiff Marcello, Lee Kramer, and Jen Prokop. Over the course of the episode, we talk the tutors, scandalizing the neighbors, bad jokes, and TikTok. This episode is brought to you by past guest J.R. Ward's latest book, The Sinner. A Sinner's Only Hope is True Love in this passionate new novel in J.R. Ward's number one New York Times bestselling Black Dagger Brotherhood series. Sin has kept his side hustle as a mercenary a secret from the Black Dagger Brotherhood. When he takes another hit job, he not only crosses the path of the vampire race's new enemy, but also that of a half-breed in danger of dying during her transition. Joe Early has no idea what her true nature is. And when a mysterious man appears out of the darkness, she is torn between their erotic connection and the sense that something is very wrong. Fate anointed Butch O'Neill as the destroyer, the fulfiller of the prophecy that foresees the end of the Omega. As the war with the lessening society comes to a head, Butch gets an unexpected ally in sin. But can he trust the male? Or is the warrior with a bad past a deadly complication? With time running out, Joe gets swept up in the fighting and must join with Sin and the Brotherhood against true evil. In the end, will true love prevail? Or was the prophecy wrong all along? The Sinner is available right now, so if you love these vampires as much as we do, go check it out. Without further ado, here's a compilation of our fun chats with Tiff, Lee, and Jen. All right, we've got Tiff Marcello back again to give Mm. us a book rec. All right, so I have been bringing in these Harlequin desires in bed with me, and I've just been like reading under my covers, and I just finished up Naima Simone's "Blame It on the Billionaire." Of course, y'all know how much I love her, and oh it my is God. so love, love, love. good. And um, this is a billionaire series. So I'm, you know, in the last six months or so, I haven't really jumped into want to read it, but then I picked it up, and of course, Naima just brings you in so I love this book it's um and and I just I just finished it uh, last week and it was really good and JC Lee has a book out also Harlequin Desire Temporary Wife Temptation which I started a couple of nights ago and um you have to know like as soon as I get into bed like I'm ready to go to sleep so for me to read like a chapter or two right before bed is is a good thing so it's they're it's also a billionaire romance, and they're, it's also fake relationship, which I love. Um, Is Blame It on the Billionaire fake relationship? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I love is. Naima. Yeah. I would I mean, read literally anything she writes. I know. I and um and I love the the length of Harlequin Desires because they're just short enough. They're looking at it's 196 pages for JC's book, and it doesn't feel quite as daunting, you know, because yeah, I've been reading. that's a good point. Yeah. I think a lot for, of us have been looking for like novella length or like, yeah. Yeah. And it's either that or I'm listening to audiobooks and I'm listening to something completely different because I love the tutors. I'm very um, obsessed with like when Philippa Gregory did our whole series on the tutors and of course watching the tutors, it's just so like a feast for the eyes and for, the, you know for the brain i'm also listening to bring down the bodies so that's i uh, don't know what that is it's it's about king henry the eighth but it's on the point of view of um 
Cromwell, which was his like security advisor. And it's like, it's, it's very much like, I, you know, very much like the times, how King, King Henry VIII is. Anyway, so it's just really like, it sweeps you. So in my ears during the day, it totally sweeps me away. And then at night, right before I go to bed, I get to read these um, short books, which is just perfect for now. So wait, is Bring Down the Bodies fiction or nonfiction? It's, his, it's, it's a historical fiction, but I think it's like overreaching. Like, I don't know if it's true. I'm going to have to research that. I just read everything that's feels fic- like fiction. It reads like fiction. I'm thinking it is fiction. Um, I don't think it's, yeah, no, yeah, I don't think no. it's, it's not nonfiction. No, I didn't know if it was, yeah, like more yeah. kind of nonfiction documentary. Oh, no, I, I would no, just I'm with you on the tutors. Yeah. I, we went to Hampton Court, like one of Henry's palaces that oh has a lot of Tudor history wrapped gosh. up in it when I was in like fourth grade. And that was, I think, my first exposure to the Tudors and Anne Boleyn and the whole like Tudor world. And I was obsessed. I was like mm. the weirdo kid. <laughs> and I remember, in fact... The very first piece of writing that I ever submitted anywhere was to the Houston Chronicle does like a youth writing short story writing contest every year. I think they still do it. I don't know. And I um, submitted a short story that was like time travel back to Hampton Court. And it's like Elizabeth the first as her mother's being like dragged away. And oh my God. Well, I'm at that point in the book where like Anne Boleyn's about to get get uh uh, what's it called wasn't she beheaded she was yeah she was beheaded Mm -hmm. yeah and so there I'm at that point where like I guess King Henry had hired that French um I don't even know executioner yeah yeah and um I I just feel like Anne Boleyn got a bad rap I mean yeah she just you know she really represents when I first watched the Tudors I mean and read like Philippa Gregory, I was like, man, Anne Boleyn, she's evil. And now I'm like, no, she's just truly a survivor. (laughs) Yeah. And didn't have very much power and was like caught up in men's intrigue. And like, who knows how much of it is just like slander from history. And yeah, it's, she fascinates me endlessly, like always has. Yeah, it's really, so as I'm kneading my bread, I'm listening to Anne Boleyn getting, <laughs> just, just take me away. <laughs> it's, it's appropriate. I like it. <laughs> oh my God. So what is your laugh story, heartwarming, something to bring us joy? Okay, so I just moved to Pennsylvania for, um, my husband was stationed there. It was supposed to be a one-year duty station. And when I come into a duty station where there's only going to be like a short amount of time, I come in like guns a-blazing, you know, because I want to make friends right away. And I'm an introvert, which is really hard. So I have to like, sweet, you know, kind of gird my loins and walk in and be like, yes, hello, my name is, right? And it was the first Sunday of Mass. And of course, for Sunday, so we went to church, and like I had like my Sunday best on 
because, you know, this is my first Sunday and everybody's going to be there. And I walk in with my big brood and I'm like smiling. This is all an effort, Jenny, because (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I sweat just going up to communion, right? Because I'm, I'm that much of an introvert, right? So I'm like smiling. I'm like, I'm going to make friends. I only have eight, you know, 10 and a half months or whatever. I walk in and, um, it's packed. We got somewhere in the middle rows, which I hate. I love sitting in the back. But mm-hmm. I said, you know, I'm going to take my family. And I'm going to lead them to the middle. I got into the middle. It was packed because everybody's there for the first week. And the priest said, okay, everybody, let's turn around and say hello before mass. So the person in front of me turns around. I have this megawatt smile. I imagine myself. And then she just looks at me funny, like kind of like has like a weird snarl and like her eyebrow was up and I was like I was so upset right the whole mass all that's all I can think of because then I internalized that's just the kind of person I am so I'm like why is she looking at me like that you know she doesn't even know me and like and usually and at the duty station there's lots of people that know each other and I know I knew folks but they were like they're not Catholics they weren't at that service or they didn't go to church so I felt like oh my gosh I'm like the brand new you know girl again young girl you know that kind of thing totally yeah it's the worst and then I was by the end of mass I was so upset right I was like talking and I'm blabbing because I'm with my husband and I roll I go into the car and I pull down the mirror to check my lipstick and I had two earrings in one ear and (laughs) and because I was so like intent on like doing this um on looking really good I like had these really like big big ass like diamond fake earrings in my ear so like (laughs) and so I had like two and the thing is my ears are like my earrings because I wore hoop earrings like a ton when I was a kid like I have these holes that are like pretty much like gauges I swear and I had like these two earrings in my ears and I just I just broke out laughing laughing and now every time like I think about that story I just start to crack up and the other day when I was thinking about what what's a funny thing I just started laughing because you just never know why somebody's looking at you funny and And she was all been there and yeah and she was trying to be she probably wanted to say you've got two earrings in one ear doesn't that hurt you know like (laughs) but then you never know it could have been like a statement I know it's a thing now one one earlobe hanging down and the other one with two earrings (laughs) that is my story yeah but that uh, yeah but now it I laugh I laughed like the moment I got into the car and and we ended up being friends you know at the end of the whole thing but I'm sure she was probably like okay I'm, I'm not close enough to her I shouldn't say, should I? You know, that kind of... I would have said, by the way, just for the record, I would have been like, excuse me, you know, you have to... Oh, I totally wouldn't have. (laughs) You would have like... Not for that. I might have done it for like lipstick on your teeth or something. I feel like, oh my God. That's really cute. And now no friends for anyone. So No. And I was like, gosh darn it both good and bad you don't have to engage your extrovert but that like in the house (laughs) that is the last uh, I did say that is the last time I'm like you know what next time we're gonna sit in the back like we normally do on the right hand side like every single week and we're just gonna hang out (laughs) 
until someone comes and talks to me. And it's it. We should know this by now. <laughs> you tried. You're done. That I was did. Your, that that's was as my much attempt. effort as you could muster. That was my attempt in 20 years of of uh, of army life. That's it. Like, <laughs> oh, I would struggle so much with that. I think I don't know if I would just like not have friends ever. Like, I I have I think- such a hard time as an adult. Yeah, like meeting other adults in just like a random context and you know if it's like a a book thing or a conference or whatever and we already have something in common I can kind of exactly like you said gird my loins and like get through it but if it's just like I'm supposed to talk to strangers in a bar or like yeah church or whatever I would oh I shut down completely it's hard and I do have to say that's why like I've been in a lot of book clubs um, and I've been mm. duty stations because that's the easiest way for me to jump in totally. because usually I'm holding something like I have the book with me. So like there's comfort in that going to a place and holding on to something that you know really well. And usually I do go out of my way and read the book. So mm-hmm. like all these like little games I play with myself, okay, I'm holding my book. I know exactly what I'm going to say. I know what I'm talking about, you know, and, um, and I go in and that's how I make my friends. Um, and yeah. And you don't have to worry about your earrings. No. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet though. <laughs> and it, I mean, I really must have like, it really like honed in on the fact that my earlobe, my, the holes in my ears are that big that like you I did not notice. notice that I stuck two earrings in one ear. You know, it's just like, I used to put on my contacts so often that one time I put two contacts in one eye. I've heard people doing that. Yeah. And then there, and then there was one time I had already taken off my contacts and I was still trying to poke my eye, oh, trying no. to get out a non-existent <laughs> contact. It's really. It's fine. Is, it's we've fine. said this a few times. I'm like, why is it my contact won't come out? And I looked in my eye and I'm like, oh, I must have taken it out. <laughs> Right before we started recording, Tiff was explaining that the character in the book that she, it's the one you're doing edits for right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it just called, constantly is like, it's fine. Everything's fine. fine. <laughs> I feel like that is all it, of us all the time true. right now. It's a true testament to this time because I'm, I, there's not so much of this. This was the thing. Like when you're writing a book for 2021, like how much of today goes into that book and I really wanted it to be organic for what the story was and for what I felt I didn't want to force it and I really wanted to honor I think that part of myself where like how much of this do I want to process so I didn't really say much about what's happening like the logistics and you know yeah. the changes but there are definitely like little things in the characters and in this last set of edits which was started when we were sheltered in place and oh I just gosh. turned it in like a week and a week ago, like that character's um, arc really grew. It was mm. the whole time. She's like, everything's good. Everything's good. And it's really not good. And, um, but yeah, that's she's <laughs> just holding it together. She's just holding it together. And what's the in, book called again? In a book club far away. Oh. So yeah, so it's it. This is truly contemporary fiction. So it's really, um, it's about three friends who met at a book club at an army post ten years ago, 
and two out of their friends, um, they had a falling out. And it's a, and in today's time, the third friend calls them both in together for an SOS, but the other two don't know that they're going to be, they're each going to be there. Mm. So it's, it's twin timeline. So, yeah, so you get to see their story then and then their story now. And it really, yeah, it definitely is like that character. Poor Adelaide. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to see what you've done with it. (laughs) It ended up being fine at the end because I like to wrap it up. You know what I mean? I like to make sure that that they all get a happily ever after. And then, yeah, it is fine. (laughs) We just keep saying, let's just keep saying it. We're saying enough. As we're um, kneading our bread, and what else are we doing? Uh, making coffee. What is that coffee that everybody's making now? Oh, it's some whipped something. Yeah, I like my coffee black, so I don't know if I could do it. I but... don't drink coffee, so I'm. It's wow. completely lost on me. Do you drink tea? I do. Okay. Yeah, I'm a tea drinker. I was like, where is your caffeine source? What is it? Is it I have to be really careful with caffeine. If I have caffeine yeah. after like noon, I can't sleep till like oh, four wow. in the morning. Oh, man. Granted, I don't normally I'm... go to sleep before four in the morning anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, it's currently 2.21 a.m. where oh, I am. It's 5.21 a.m. for Tiff. We... You're, you're like the best thing to wake up to in the morning to talk to. Let me let let me tell you, like your pretty <laughs> voice and so. I always, Tiff always does her like 5 a.m. Writers Club hashtag as I'm trying to convince myself it's time to go to bed. So I'm yeah. always like, what good a night great... from the left coast. Yeah, what a what a great toss. You know what I mean? Yeah, like pass the torch over. Yeah. So. Take it away. <laughs> well, I can let you get on with your day, but thank you for sharing some joy and some Yes, thank you so much for having me as usual. I mean, it's been great. I mean, it's been <laughs> great 16 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now we've got Lee Kramer back to give us her wrecks and laughs. <laughs> I'm going to get better at saying this stuff. <laughs> Lee, what's your book wreck? I decided to go with Holly Trent. This is kind of cheating because I feel like you can't just recommend one Holly Trent book or series. Have you, have you either of you read her yet? No. Yeah, oh, no, I don't think so. You are in for a treat. So she she kind of does it all. She has paranormal. She has contemporary. She has erotic. Um, but her paranormal series are all interconnected. And they are just so um, magical. Like, they just suck you right in. I'm not, I'm not really a binge reader, but when I start one of her series, I kind of can't do anything else other than read them. So... The one that I've been going through right now is the Hearth Motel series, and it's has a bunch of fairies, but they're mostly mostly fae heroes, mm-hmm. um, and they're all like you know seven feet tall or whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gorgeous, uh, all of that. Yeah, and then there's the Afatama Legacy, and that has um, they're more I guess witches and. Um, the one I read over the summer is the Desert Guards and their shifters. So it's kind of they're it's like a little something for everyone, and uh, they're just really fun to read and sexy and I don't know I, they're they're just compulsively readable. Well, that That's sounds awesome. great. 
I could use some more witches in my life, things like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely more witches. Um, you said the series are interconnected. Or how? Like, what's the di- difference between them? If someone was trying to pick a starting point, um, she might have a starting point series or like post on her website somewhere. I was trying to look for it the other day and I couldn't find it. Um, but I know in some of at least the one like the hearth motel series has a a reading like suggested reading order if you want to be completely in order um but they all i feel like they all kind of stand alone well on on their own um so i i started with the desert guards and they and it would make reference to some of the other characters um in the other series and so it's the same thing like the and they'll reference either characters or things that have happened and um, so you kind of get little updates on characters you've read about in a different series and you can see how everyone is getting along or not getting along as the case may be. <laughs> um, but they're all, I don't know, like the, like the heroines are just really badass, and the heroes are like these really like fierce, uh, protectors who, um, you know, may start start off a little antagonistic, but they'll do anything for their heroine. And sometimes <laughs> there are are humans in the mix, and so they're kind of drawn into this world of like, you know, faded mates, and they're like, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, so it's just, I don't know, they're just really fun. Yeah, it's funny. I'm this is giving me like Immortals After Dark vibes when you're talking about these interconnected stories and characters wandering through and the badass heroines. So uh, I'm excited if there's like a whole new universe that I can jump into yes um, and then stay busy with you could get lost in it for a while (laughs) um and your laugh what's what do you have that's going to bring us joy okay so it's it's a photo that I'm gonna have to describe but I saw it on Twitter um Meredith Ireland tweeted it and it's a so it's a photo of two photos there's one of a rabbit eating a plant and just kind of a pleasant look on its face and the second photo is the rabbit eating the plant but it has like an angry rebellious look in its eyes <laughs> and uh, the caption is being an introvert who wants to stay home versus being an introvert who has to stay home and uh, <laughs> I just really related to that angry rebellious look so true like, being forced to stay home right now I'm like you're like, really? I wouldn't have gone out, but at least I had the possibility. Right. <laughs> I want to reject going out. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me I have to stay home. I mean, I, I will. I am gladly staying home. I can mm-hmm. easily do it. Um, I already work from home. But but like, yeah, not not being able to go anywhere is kind of bringing out all of my rebellious tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like, do I actually want to go to a bar right now? No, but nope. I want <laughs> I want that to be my choice. Right, right. <laughs> I want to know other people are at the bar and I'm choosing not to hang out with them. <laughs> yeah, totally. I feel like another laugh could be you just put on Instagram. You're uh, giving the neighbors a little <laughs> excitement. Uh-oh. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, uh, She's so, a lady so, of leisure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a lady of leisure and I am wearing a, a dressing gown and like this silk um, nightgown negligee thing of just like really leaning into it today and my roommate was like we should do a photo shoot um, in the backyard we have like a huge backyard so I was like yeah let's do it I if anyone wants to take my picture I'm I'm on board um, and so we were in the in the backyard just taking photos and 
uh, my landlord and who lives behind us and like another neighbor, they're out mowing the lawn and they're like watching this (laughs) go down. I was like, well, I guess they're getting a, getting to look at something nice today. (laughs) It's your gift. Yes. Your robe is gorgeous though. Where did it come from? I found it on Amazon. And I don't even remember how, how I found it on Amazon, but but I did. I can. I can. I think I remember you being on a search for stuff like that. Yeah, I posted about that in the coven. I I wanted a really nice dressing gown, and the one that I want is like four hundred dollars, and that's not really in the budget right now. (laughs) So I I was looking for more budget friendly options, and I think I think this one was. I don't know, probably in the 20 to $30 range. Nice. Um, and I, I really love it. It's very I silky. think we need to bring back the sort of uh, leisure wear, sophisticated leisure wear. Now that we all have yes. to be here, we might as well like smoking jackets or I, I don't know. I don't actually really know what a smoking jacket is. I just imagine like little velvet like a, like a dressing satin. robes. Yeah. I don't know. Something yeah. that you could like go to the... Uh, to the lounge after dinner you like retreat to sip your brandy that's what i i want the aesthetic to be totally totally your apocalypse wear your outfits are <laughs> definitely better than mine i mean like a <laughs> winnie the pooh hoodie that i definitely considered donating recently and now i'm like no i'm gonna wear it <laughs> <laughs> hey i think we all gotta do whatever whatever we need to get through this yeah, yeah. i do have a, a robe like that that was my great-grandmother's that she got in Gibraltar right as World War II was starting. Oh, and they were stationed amazing. in Gibraltar and it's like all hand-sewn with like dragons embroidered on it. And it's absolutely stunning. And I think like you, I'm like, I want to just wear it to do a photo shoot. Like I can't bring myself to just like wear it around the house, particularly with small children with <laughs> dirty hands. But mm-hmm. it's so beautiful and I feel bad. It's just like oh, you should. in a box. But... So the, the nightgown I'm wearing was my grandmother's. Um, oh, cool. And uh, she wore it on her, on her honeymoon. So I try not to think too much about that part. But it's like, <laughs> it's beautiful. It has like a lace panel on the bodice and it's just like really silky and it's so pretty. Yeah. But they, there's something about clothes made back then that they're just constructed so well. Yeah, that's it. It does feel like I could wear it around and it would hold up fine. Like mm-hmm. it still seems brand new, but. Yeah, I just, I'm scared I'm going to mess it up or like get it sweaty or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so pretty. But well, yeah, we can let you get back to giving the neighbors a show. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want to be known for. (laughs) (laughs) Reading saucy romance in your dressing gown. Yes. On the front lawn or something. Yeah, you got to take some good romance covers out there. Yeah. Oh, I already do. I don't. I don't know if they've noticed that, but I we have a bench in the backyard that I sit and sit and read on. They probably aren't looking at the book covers realistically, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, thank you, Lee. That was so fun. We have Jen Prokop of Faded Mates fame back once again. <laughs> Hello, um, everybody. Jen, what is your book rec? Um, I'm going to recommend the new Sophie Jordan book, which is called The Virgin and the Rogue. And I have been, it actually comes out, um, 
in like a, well, we're recording this on the 10th, I think it comes out, I think at the end of April. And so pre-order it if this comes out before. And I've been real thirsty for this book for a long time, partly because I was like, how has No Romance ever had this amazing title before? A. Yeah. Then B, <laughs> like the cover is amazing. It's a total wall banger cover. Ooh. Oh wait, it's that cover. Yes, it's I that cover. I know exactly cover. what cover you're talking about. And she, he, he's like got one arm, and she has like a love potion, and he's oh, it's hot. And I was like, hello, I love all this, and it also has this kind of old school, like feeling kind of bonkers plot. And basically, what happens is the heroine's sister um, is like sort of a chemist. You know, like experimenting with with uh, tonics, and um, our main character has cramps, <laughs> and so her sister gives her this like tonic that's like this will help you with your menstrual cramps, and instead it's an aphrodisiac. Yes. <laughs> and I, here's the thing I would say, like right, like already I'm sure you could have like a consent worry, right? Like, wait, is this okay? But I think because it's sort of accidental, like it's an accidental dosing and the sister gives it to her, not the, not the hero. So anyway, she kind of is having like what she thinks are these like terrible hot flashes from her cramps, which is very real. And she staggers out of the room and like essentially like falls upon this handsome man and they just like make out and it's amazing. (laughs) And I just, I don't know. I just, it was really hot and it was really sexy and it just really felt like a book I would have read when I was like 14 and been like, oh, oh, oh. And it was great. So I loved it a whole lot. Oh, that's such a good call though. That would have been like, and it is still what I'm looking for, but definitely in my youth, it would have been like, give me a a way that this could happen to me yeah, like, being where, like where's the I'm handsome man gonna... I'm just gonna accidentally yes, fall upon I'm gonna lurking fall upon outside a my door man. and he realizes that like and of course you know I'm terrible and I don't remember anybody's name so I'd have to look them all up but um he realizes pretty quickly that she is like not quite herself he doesn't he barely knows her I can't remember the exact circumstances but he still gets her off as a gentleman would. Oh, <laughs> but like excellent. real, like doesn't like go all the way, you know, to use that fourteen-year-old parlance. Um, because he knows again, like something's not really right. It's a, it's great. <laughs> it's great, you guys. Wait, and also, isn't she engaged to someone else? Oh yeah, because see, she wants to play it safe, and here is someone who is not safe, and an aphrodisiac. I mean, it's fantastic. It's great. And is he? He's. A, a rogue i take it from well, of course <laughs> so likely but is he like a rake like he's um known yeah for this, i think he's or... okay wait i'm gonna have to look up his name you guys i'm sorry i'm all like what are he's he's if the you... kind of man where a woman he doesn't know falls on him and he says okay and gets her off anyway <laughs> yes he's that kind of man okay her name's charlotte sorry oh his name's kingston yeah he's actually here's the part he's a rake and he's trying to reform Right. So, of course, this is also like a real moment for him to like prove that he's changed himself. Um, And he just he basically is going to go out to the country and kind of hide and, you know, get his life right. And instead he ends up with this 
you know, wallflower who no one has ever paid attention to. She's engaged to someone else. And all of a sudden it's like the hottest thing in like seven counties. Maybe there aren't even counties in England. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. So it's great. And I think that that's the part too. She doesn't quite know what happened. So she goes to her sister and it's like, what do you do to me? And the sister, like any true scientist, was like, okay, tell me exactly how it worked on you again. <laughs> and then, like, promises never to do it again. But, you know, I think there's a second dose. A little less intense. She has to see. It's the scientific it's method. science. Yeah, it's gotta science. replicate. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, I don't know. It's, I think. I fucking love Sophie Jordan. God. You like know she what? Comes up with the most bonkers stuff and gets away with it. And it's like, we all want it, and few other authors could pull it off. But if Sophie Jordan's writing it, I am here it for it. You know, like, here's one of the reasons I think that it really, I, here's what I really respect about Sophie. And I, I wrote this once because it took me a while to figure out. She does have all these bonkers plots, but you know what she also has is. She, her characters are like moving through everything that's happening with total dignity. Like, mm. right? Does that make sense? So it's not like, you know, they're like, woohoo, aphrodisiacs or, right? Like everything that happens, they're playing it straight. And I think that's why it really ends up working for me because it's, I don't know if that like makes sense or not, right? Like these are characters who like us are like, okay, this is really bonkers. But if I just lean hard into the things I've been taught, surely it will all work out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I love. I was just looking at. I know never look at reviews for your own book, but I'll look at the reviews for her. Um, and the one someone rated it low because they said this was borderline erotic, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna one click that. Well, and <laughs> so, that's. I mean, if we're all being really honest, everybody, I like it hot, and yeah. so I felt like it really delivered on the promise of the premise and the cover. Good. I dream of one day Good. having a review like that. I feel like yeah. I'm never gonna get one because everybody knows better, but. <laughs> But you think people would know I'm better. I'm going to get one eventually, and I'm going to print it and frame it, and it's going to bring me endless yeah. joy. Those yeah. are my favorite ones where it was like, this is way too sexy, amoral trash. And I'm like, yes, give it I to know. me. I know. I feel like those people are really helping me. They are. They're just like, yeah. they're giving me what I want. It's nice. Yeah. I should go through and leave more reviews like that. Only I'd, they'd all be five stars, right? Yeah. Like, I read a Lisa Claypost book that had been in, like, my... Um, you know, the breaking case of emergency stash because I was having a hard time reading What With Life. Mm -hmm. And um, it was the one before Derek Craven. I think it was called And Then Came You or something, um, you know. And it was, so it was with Lily and Alex. Yeah. You guys, it was hot. And I was like, oh. <laughs> well, well, she like... she like walks into a gaming hell covered in body paint and nothing else because she wants to... Yes, she did. Know, and it was Auction amazing. herself off. Yes, and of course he's jealous and angry. It's How do I you know. not remember any of these? Every time we talk about Lisa Kleypas, Sarah comes out with like, yeah, and that one has butt stuff. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this one, this book, uh, that one actually stressed me out a lot. It has a, a child in danger. Yes. Yeah. Um, which I found to be a very distressing plot. So I didn't end up rereading re it, but I liked yeah. all the stuff with the body paint and the fact that she wears pants and. and oh, yeah. Super hot. It. Yeah. yeah. No, it was really good. So yeah, I have had, um, it's funny because I feel like my reading has really changed and I've been reading a lot of historicals hmm. and I've been reading a lot of paranormal because I just feel like in romantic suspense, right? I, I guess it, like contemporary, it's just kind of like, wait, they touched each other? I don't understand. <laughs> they yeah. met at the office? What is that place? 
<laughs> I'm trying really hard not to jump in with like, a, do, may I, may I yes. submit something that brings you joy? Yes, or please You do. have brought me joy with um. So I started a book last night where it starts on a plane, mm. and I was like, oh god, oh god, they're on an airplane and they're touching things and they're yes. touching each other, and I don't know what to do. But you know what? It was good enough that it got me past that within like three pages. Um, and my break in case of emergency had been managed. Oh, um, I haven't so been able to read good. a damn thing for like weeks. So and good. I knew like you've yeah. talked about it enough times. Sarah had talked about it. Everybody yes. I know and love has talked about it. And I had been saving it and saving it and saving it, just knowing that it was going to do what I needed it to do. And of course, last night it did. That's like awesome. it it's so finally great. pushed me into reading territory and Oh, it's so good. It. So totally yeah. platonic bed sharing. Oh yes, he it's gotta have sleep with her. I fucking love that shit. When when you guys <laughs> describe that, I was kind of like, I don't understand. Like, how does that make sense in the plot? And it totally does. Like, it works. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god, it's yeah. so intense. It's so great. It's so I love that book. Oh. I remember. I still remember just getting like chills all over. There's some scene where he's just leaning near her for like a couple inches away and I don't even think they kiss then and I'm just like ah, do it it's yeah oh. it's and I don't even really as you know like a slow burn but yeah that book worked for me in every single way a book can work it worked I guess <sighs> I'm assuming everybody has heard about it and knows about it and we're just like blah Scotty yes. but managed the premise by is Kristen Callahan. you go ahead and tell the premise <laughs> yes managed by Kristen Callahan I mean you can tell the premise if you want but no no you should do it it's <laughs> Um, two people meet on an airplane, like I mentioned, they're in first class. She has been unexpectedly upgraded to first class. He thought he had two seats to himself and is displeased that she's sitting next to him. And so she basically spends the flight sassing him <laughs> um, and like getting a rise out of him. But he gives as good as he gets and like is getting a rise out of her too. And he's scared shitless of flying and she like soothes him in her prickly way um and then it turns out like he is he manages the band that she is going to apply for a job with um which is always just like the best romance twist and so they end up working together and he is like the most tightly oh, wound so controlled <laughs> suit wearing <sighs> british man yes it's who everybody delicious. is like terrified of um, but loves, like, yeah. not terrified in a bad way. Like, his band loves him. Everybody who works with him loves him. But they, there's, like, a step removed. He's not, like, in the mix with the guys. Like, he is right. in control and held separate always. And she's his kryptonite. And it's marvelous. That's amazing. Yeah, it's so good, you guys. It's uh, Yeah, I think we all have those break-in. The other thing in my break-in case of emergency stash is um, Beverly Jenkins and Nighthawk. <laughs> I haven't read that one yet. I haven't either because I'm waiting, but I have it on my shelf and it's got a great cover with a very handsome man. And I feel like Beverly Jenkins is also like Sophie Jordan, like one of those, I can just fall into her books. So it's like always good to have a couple of those on backup too. But yeah, mm. I know I'm supposed to tell you something funny, but I just, yeah. I, I, I feel like I have very little to offer you right now. I have, <laughs> I have my favorite joke. Maybe I'll start yeah. there. I mean, it's like I'm a middle school teacher in real life, so you have to remember that. Okay, ready? <laughs> yes. What did the eight say to the zero? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Nice belt. 
Wait, wait, doesn't the zero say it to the eight then? Wait, did I do it the wrong way? Oh my oh, god. No. Wait, maybe I have to do it. I'm gonna have to redo it all over. You're gonna have to cut. See, this is how I no, am. No, you're not no. cutting it. Oh, no. You guys That will be what makes everybody laugh. It is. I'm like, oh, damn it. I told it to an entire assembly full of middle schoolers once and they were just like, Oh not funny and I was like, Yes it is. That was a delightful joke. Oh, oh the I zero said it to me. Like, Wait, what? I was like, I said it wrong. God, you guys, oh. I'm a mess. Okay, no. here's my other really funny thing. Um, I am on TikTok now, mm-hmm. which is That's really a, for a I, youth thing. It's for the youths and it's for the olds, <laughs> but I am home and away from my students. And so I was like, I should make a TikTok account and I have like silly TikToks with like my cats and things, but mostly I've been interviewing authors. And so like, I like send them to my students cause I, you know, they don't really know how I know all these authors. So I've just been keeping that kind of on the down. Oh, that's funny. But I was like, you know, I might as well use my powers for good. And so I've been interviewing authors and it's actually really cool. Cause I send them to my students and they're just like, these are really cool. And I'm like, uh, thank you. <laughs> so, Aww. but yeah, I'm definitely my first TikTok. You can like put yourself on like a fake newspaper and put like a headline and mine says like too old for TikTok question mark. Oh my god. <laughs> because I really am too old for TikTok. And if you are not familiar with TikTok, the link... Yes, I was going to say I don't totally understand. It seems okay. like a Snapchat It's kind of snap yes, but so the it's all about really it's about dancing. So TikTok okay. the length of the videos is like you can only I think they're 60 seconds. You can't even do longer videos. But people do these dances and like, so a really famous case is one called like the Renegade, which was like actually a, I think a black teenager in Georgia was the first one to do it. And it's like, of course, got compromised and like a lot of like white kids made it famous, but TikTok has its problems. But if you, it's, it's, I will tell you, it's really soothing. So you just like watch like deep people like doing these amazing dances with their like dance partners. And I, I find it all really funny. There's another one with a, a guy who is TikTok famous because he video recorded his grandma giving him gas money. <laughs> she was like, I'll send this to you guys. And she was like, um, you're going to take this gas money. And he's like, no, grandma, I've got the gas money. And she's like, take the fucking money. Like, <laughs> And I was like, these are my grandma goals. And then there's like a second video with, with her where he's like, grandma, you're famous. Like three million people watched your video. And she like stops and listens. And then she looks at him and she like puffs up her like hair. And she's like, do you think it's my hair? <laughs> it's the cutest thing. It's so pure. So yeah, I have been um, pretending to be like thirty years older than I, um, younger. I mean, than I really am. So wait, so do you do the dancing? Oh God, no. I okay, did so make one with mandatory. like my old librarian, where I'm like, I think we're supposed to dance, and she's like, no one wants to see that. Yeah, I. <laughs> I there are some cool ones though with like bored kids in the house, like teach their parents how to d- do a TikTok dance, um, and it's they're really cute. But it's like you know, there's one where he, she was like, it took my dad three hours to learn how to do this, and like the kids are like like hitting every single you know, like moment and he's like kind of flailing around in the background. And it's, I don't know. I do feel like it's bringing families together. The only one my son showed me, he's 16. I keep making him go out for walks with me. And one day he was crying. He was laughing so hard. And it's this girl and she's walking and her mom's in the background. And she's like, my mom keeps making me go out for walks, bitch. <laughs> it's really funny because my son was like, I was like, I see what you're trying to say. 
let's go for a walk though. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, TikTok is for everybody. That's it what seems I would say. Oddly wholesome because I know Snapchat, which I never did, was all about like sending people nudes, right? I was it? I didn't know. I that. feel like that was a big part of it, but. There's I don't a, know. Like I said, a, I didn't use Snapchat, so no one ever saw I me. think I probably only hang out in wholesome TikTok because of who I am. But there is another, there's all these TikTok challenges. And another one that is really pretty funny. I don't, again, I think it's sexist and I don't care. I think it's funny. You can judge me later, everybody. Is girls will like walk up, you know, like in their, you know, young women. I'm sorry will walk up to their boyfriends who are playing video games and drop all their clothes and record their boyfriend's reactions, which are almost always like tearing off their headphones and being like, yeah, let's get it. Um, and again, they're, I think some of them, I'm sure some of them are staged, but some of them are really funny too. So I will send you, I'll send you some of my favorites. Send me some, like, now I feel like I'm going to end up on TikTok, but I'm just going to like videotape what cheese I'm eating every day because it's yeah. literally like the, the only structure my life is built around is is it too early for cheese and the night <laughs> cheese I mostly consume TikTok videos yeah I was gonna say yeah. I'm gonna make one and have no intention of contributing the great actually the great thing about TikTok if you're worried about it and you have kids is you can watch TikTok videos without a TikTok account and I actually really like that because I feel like unlike Instagram or Snapchat, which can be really invasive of like kids' privacy, TikTok, if you send someone a link, they can just watch it and you don't actually have to make an account to do it. You can enjoy TikTok just as if you were, which is nice. That is nice. I like it. Yeah. Well, you just brought us numerous nuggets of joy. Oh, okay. Well, I told a bad joke. I told a joke wrong. But I brought you TikTok. I'm going to send you guys. I'm going to flurry with like a bunch of links no, after this. Send me yes. everything. Crack up. They yes. are really funny. Yeah. I really want to see the video game ones because that's such a thing. Oh, like, it's... We always said that as like our, in our youth, we'd be like, I could literally walk up naked and he wouldn't even notice. Yeah. Like... Well, there's this one where, I mean, I'm this sure this is the one that stage where the guy basically like runs after her and like slides out of the frame because he's going so fast. And I was like, I don't care. I enjoy all of this. I think this is all amazing. Yeah. Here for it. Well, thank you. Of course. Thank you.